avizandum. In Scots law, this term describes the careful consideration given by the judge before an important decision. Join me each week as we explore various topics from a spiritual perspective and take matters avizandum. Basic to being a growing and authentic follower of Jesus Christ is to read the Word of God. God speaks to us through His Word, and therefore we should read it daily. When Jesus was tempted by Satan, he quoted from the book of Deuteronomy, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. So we must have a high view of Scripture. It's the living Word of God. When the Bible speaks, God speaks. And a mark of humility is that we tremble at the Word of God. This is what the Lord says in Isaiah 66, verse 2. But this is the one to whom I will look, he who is humble and contrite in spirit and trembles at my word. So how we approach the Word of God is very important. We come with humility. We come with a desire to hear from God. Uh, we come with a desire to grow in our relationship with the Lord Jesus and to live a holy and obedient life. Sometimes we're discouraged as we read the Bible as we don't seem to get much from it. And perhaps an hour or two after we've read the Bible, we can't even remember what we've read. Well, there are a number of responses I would make to that kind of comment. First, I would say that the Bible does have a cleansing effect on us. The psalmist says that the way we keep our life clean is by regulating it according to his word. Psalm 119 verse 9, how can a young man keep his way pure? That's the question. Answer, by guarding it according to your word. So we must recognize that the Bible is supernatural. And even when we feel we haven't got much from a particular reading, God's word is working supernaturally in our life because it is the living word of God, inspired by God the Holy Spirit. I may not be able to tell you what I had for dinner three nights ago, but I do know that the dinner was nutritious and it kept me healthy. So as you read the Word of God, persevere and remember the cleansing effect the Word of God has in your life. Also, pray for understanding. Often we omit to pray and we rush into reading the Word of God without quietening our heart, without humbly asking God to give us understanding. The psalmist prayed, Open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of your law. Psalm 119, verse 18. So our spiritual eyes must be open. A quick reading of Scripture may not reveal some of the wondrous things that are there. So pray for understanding. In Psalm 119, verses 33 and 34, we read, Teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes, and I will keep it to the end. Give me understanding that I may keep your law and observe it with my whole heart. The Holy Spirit, who indwells the authentic follower of Jesus Christ, will teach us. The Holy Spirit will give you understanding. And as you spend time in the Word of God, praying, humbly asking for understanding, a wonderful thing will happen. Your love for Scripture will grow. The psalmist says, Oh, how I love your law. It's my meditation all my day. Psalm 119, verse 97. Often, we're too superficial in our reading, too quick, too impatient, and we forget that our God loves us, that God wants to teach us, that God wants to guide us in his paths. Now, 
It's sometimes said that one of the ways to study the Bible is to use the three steps of observation, interpretation, and application. Nothing should be done in a slavish, mechanical, legalistic way, but this methodology may be helpful. With observation, there is a recognition that we must look at the text of Scripture. That is, we must observe. That takes time. So often in Bible studies, people may read a few verses and then ask the question, well, what does it mean to you? But that's the wrong question. The authority is not in what you think. Scripture is the authority. Scripture is to be your focus. The first question is not what it means to you, but what does it mean? What does the text say? What was the author's intent in writing this particular passage of Scripture? This process of observing the text makes us slow down. And it may be very helpful to have a notebook so you can write down a few key observations. What is the passage saying about God, about Jesus Christ, about historical events, about some doctrine, about people, about the future, and so on? So we're asking questions of the text and looking to the text and not ourselves for the answer. That's observation. Then comes interpretation. The question here is, what does this mean? For example, what does the word propitiation mean? What about justification? These theological words, and this may lead to us doing a, a word study, turning to a Bible dictionary, to an atlas, to a, a Bible encyclopedia for help. The key principle of interpretation and the one which is often forgotten is context. Interpretation of a word, interpretation of a passage of Scripture must always be in context. Don't pull a verse or two out of its context and make it mean what you want it to mean. The Bible is the living Word of God. It's God's Word. It's to be treated with reverence. It's not some magical book of charms that you can manipulate to get what you want. So first observation, secondly interpretation, and then the final question in this methodology is application. How does all of this apply to me? What is there in this passage that applies to my life? Does it help me to worship God? Is there a sin I need to renounce? Is there a command to obey? Is there anything here that would help me in my work situation? my relationships, my family, and so on. I think you get the idea. What I'm doing now is applying the text of Scripture, having observed it, having interpreted it in its context. I'm now applying it to my situation. Now, I trust these brief comments will help you as you begin to study the Bible this year. I should have begun by saying, make sure you have a Bible, a good Bible. I know many people like to have a Bible app on their iPhone. I, I have that, but in my opinion, there's nothing like reading the actual Bible, underlining a text on the page, writing a note in the margin, getting to love your Bible, getting familiar with your Bible. I use the same Bible at home, in my office at church when I preach, as I want to get to know that particular Bible. I may keep it for two or three years, and when it gets a little uh, dirty and overused, uh, I get a new one. If you don't have a Bible, buy one. I recommend the English Standard Version, which is the version we use at Calvary Church. And you may want to get a study Bible with notes in it, particularly if you're a relatively new believer. However, always remember 
that the notes are not inspired by God. There's some person's interpretation. So keep focusing on the text of Scripture rather than on what someone else says about it. This book, the Bible, the Holy Scriptures will change your life. I guarantee that. The Bible leads us to salvation. The Bible equips us for every good work. The Bible is the very food for our souls. So read it, study it, meditate on it, memorize it, and obey it. Avizandum. You're listening to the weekly Avizandum podcast from The Verdict, featuring Pastor John Monroe. John is senior pastor at Calvary Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. Listen to John's daily program, The Verdict, on broadcast radio or major podcast platforms. For more information about The Verdict ministry, visit us online at calvarychurch.com slash theverdict.